What's up, everybody? Another episode of Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars Inside the Members Lounge. I am Cruddy Aaron. Uh, hey, Cruddy Aaron. <laughs> this is uh, non-Cruddy Mark. I miss not seeing you reach to two buttons and trying to synchronize <laughs> it. Uh, the the downside of it just being you and I. Yeah, yeah. There's a that sort of I've become bendy and kid. Yeah. I've, I've I'll tell you what we've done probably a dozen shows with that program by far. Yeah. I am now within half a second of it being yeah on the nut. Oh yeah. It's a lot better than what you're not on the nut. <laughs> no, so that's no. That's what that means. <clears throat> so let me just say, if you hear a raspiness in my voice, yeah, it's cause I, you're cruddy. I, I'm coming. And it's most fault. I'm coming out of the crud. Gary, I feel horrible. <laughs> oh, who am I kidding Gary? I've got the suds. Yeah. Um, so. Yep. It's just, yeah. So just, can I give you some bendy advice? Because one time <laughs> it popped up on YouTube, bendy, and then you don't want to do that because then uh-huh. you get all the yoga uh, people. Yeah. And then it overwhelms your music choices, uh, which I did about two weeks ago. And now I get all these yoga guys and girls yeah. uh, doing yoga poses. And, and I'm just not interested. <laughs> you said bendy. And I thought it's like my YouTube channel. And you just go, I can't unlike these people enough to get them away. See, I, I, are you down with yoga? I'm down. I like, I yoga. love yoga. I like, I like it. So there's the, uh, the work. I just don't want to watch other people doing it. <laughs> the, uh, including hot girls. <laughs> the, uh, so, you know, I was a member of a gym forever and then COVID happened and I, you know, the gym I was at it, they shut down for a while. So then, yeah. and then oh, we no. moved and then we moved and we're not in little rock anymore. So I found this one, uh, this, uh, uh, Northern Ireland, Ireland lady who does the programs that I like free weights, TRX, stuff like that. So I started following her and she puts on them just the classes are amazing. Uh, the music is top notch. It's like dancey, but some techno. I, I love that shit. Awesome. And then like she does the, uh, she does one where it's just like an 45 minutes of stretching. And I did that one time. hundred percent. And Jesus Christ, that thing whipped my ass oh, no. up and down. And I don't think that I'm not like one of those people who's like going, that doesn't count. Cause I, like, oh my I, God. I do, I've done yoga classes like where you're just going like, whoa, whoa, slow down for the old guy. <laughs> um, I get it a hundred percent in, um, totally in. Um, but just like, I don't, I don't want to watch other people. But like that. I've, I've done it and like, I, I've pulled because, muscles. Well, because no. our, our gym is in the, is in the garage and everything sure. in the, so like, your Mo, neighbors have to watch you do it. Well, no, I have the door shut, but like Mo will open the door or whatever. And I'll do pose and I'll be like, and I'll be me like, eh? And she's like, fuck, just, and she'll shut the door. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably not that cool for her. <laughs> Looking down Main Street. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, you get yourself into positions. Oh, man. No, it's got to be hideous. No. So, yes. Yeah, so, how do we get on yoga? I don't know. I don't know. I just took us that direction. Oh, bendy, yes, the bendy. bendy. Yeah, it's just you and I tonight. It um, is. This is going to be one of the last shows we do this year that's just going to be you and I. I was thinking and... about that this afternoon. It's been a really cool year of shows. But this is the last one that I think it's going to be you and I sitting down for. Yeah. And uh, so while we relight, or while I relight my cigar, why don't you tell everybody what you brought to the table today? Because so I, I, I was thinking this. we should do something special. We, last week we celebrated with the Davidoff, or with the uh, Padron, which is nice. So tonight we're celebrating with the Davidoff Year of the Tiger. I have not smoked one of these yet. I didn't think you had. No. Um, and so I thought maybe we would celebrate smoking year of a tiger, do a little review on this. Um, I've heard, um, I've heard a bunch of interesting stuff like this is like, you know, uh, 
I, I think I heard Josh say this is the best one since the year of the rat, which is why I told you it was the year of the rat. Yeah, you I, said year of the rat. I was like, holy shit, you got year of rats? <laughs> I do not. Tiger, it's like a big rat. It's like a big rat um, and meaner <laughs> and, and more dangerous. Yeah. Um, so we're smoking the year of the tiger. I, I tell you what, funky sm- cold draw. Mm-hmm. Um, really interesting. So we both lit it up. It's got a, uh, and it's got a, a really interesting pepper taste on it it's not yeah. overpowering um but it's not a typical um what i consider like um spicy pepper it's more of a subtle sort of bacon pepper you guys you and kevin could probably talk I, about and I josh would, could talk yeah. about this pepper forever so that's the that's the first initial thing that right off the bat is I even said, because I even said it off air and you're like, Hey, that's content. I'm like, yeah, I know we, we had like a good five minutes of content that, <laughs> yeah, that did, some of our best of the year <laughs> that didn't make the air. Um, no, it's a very first initial is it's creamy and peppery, but it's not black pepper. This is more cayenne pepper. It's that, it's that hot pepper. Um, really nice though. But the thing that definitely stands out to me is I want to know how they do it. The wrapper on it has yes. tiger stripes, and it's got to be. It, it almost looks like it was wet, and maybe they bunched it wet maybe. for the fermentation. I would like to know how they do that because it is very eye appealing and very cool. I, I love that. And the, the Vitola, it's a torpedo. Um, first one, I think, of this size for the year of's, I believe. But like, I last, don't remember any like, other torpedoes. Last year was. A huge was a gordo, right? Was yeah. A, was a, was ox I, last year? And I, it's not that I didn't like it. That's not true but the year of has such a mm-hmm. high expectation in the mark world because they're usually fantastic yeah. and it was just really really good yeah it i liked i liked the ox i liked the i guess the rat was the year before yeah i forget um last year was good um but it wasn't by a box good i guess for davidoff because you know we're both we're, <laughs> we're davidoff Fiends. Right, Joe. Joe. When I hear of them coming in, I text Joe yeah. and say, "I assume you're getting them. Put a box aside, right?" Um, and yeah. and so yeah. But uh, this one, uh, just off the first initial quarter Oof. inch or so, man, I am digging this. So thank you so much for bringing oh, this. No, I, I, I did pick up a. I picked up two of these up in Conway. I'm glad. Um, just because I've, I've been. I'm doing the same where like I want to have a at least a year of every yep. year kind of thing, um, but yeah, this is uh, this is nice. What, yeah, well, we're, yeah, we're just going to talk about stuff. So. so let's start and end with the top ten reviews. Uh-huh. I've started to work on mine. Uh, I've I, I pulled up the Rocky Patel website. Just kidding. <laughs> um, started to work on that. Really, because I pulled up the quorum. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I did smoke the Three Kings this week, both the Robusto and the longer, what I think is the Toro, mm-hmm. um, and it is spicy as heck. Oh, wait, who, which one is that? That's the uh, Stolen Throne. Okay, so the so one that, that comes can, in, the one that came in the box this month. Yes, so which he, is why they, they they all said, "I know which one Mark is picking." Yes, and that's what and I Mark said. Too. said uh, Mark's already <laughs> smoked that. <laughs> To speak yes. of myself in the third person, I had already smoked that one. Okay. I'd, I'd smoked both sizes. See, and here's the thing. Like, I had, because we're going to do the review next week, I believe. Yep. Um, and we're going through the list, and I, the only one I've done is the 149. So I was like, Which well, is, I, for the record, oh, badass. Primo. Yeah. <laughs> I, yes. I'm just, it's, our, it's on my list. Now I just need to know where it's going to lie. Yeah, it's, it's on my list of top 100, for sure. 
Now, my, I'll, I'll go admit, I'll, I'll might be top ten. Teaser, no, it's teaser, really, really no, good. Teaser for me, it's gonna for this year. It's on my, it's on it somewhere. I don't know where, but it's on that. Um, yeah, it's really, that, really good. Yeah. So when I saw the box and I was like, oh shit, I know what band that is. That's definitely one that you, I, I can see you doing on the show. And then I guess now <laughs> I'm seeing that you're already, already smoking. I'm not that okay. patient. <laughs> I'm not that patient, dude. Um, and so I smoke both sizes. So, it as, is, so as a stolen throne fan, how it's third third okay so i know everybody i really like it it's um i mean the crook is just i mean, I mean that's the i mean you you have that as chocolate, your yeah it's number as two Co- as coach has the rider fly you have the 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 threshold of it's where the, is it's the measure it's, yeah. it's the measuring stick it's the measuring stick um it's really really good it's it's very comparable it's different but i like it as much as i like the uh the the sumatra one mm-hmm. so yeah no cool uh, called arms. And so it was really nice. Uh, I need to smoke some more to get used to the, the first one surprised me on the, the pepper. Uh-huh. Um, and it shouldn't have, cause everybody told me it was way peppery. Um, and it kind of caught me off guard. So I need to like, let them sit and then be prepared for it. Yeah. So, well, this one right here, first initial, I mean, it's, I'm really liking this one. It's creamy, but definitely that pepper is the front runner. A little bit of woodiness on the retro because I'm getting a little of that uh, that funkiness mm. that that I do like. Um, but that pepper is definitely what's standing out the most to me right now. Um, I'm I like this one, but at the same time, I feel like for being this is definitely like the higher end of cigars for a lot of people. Yep. Um, at what forty four bucks a pop? I think forty forty four something um, like that. Yeah, you would think this. You know, better be good. It better be good. Right. So, yes. But I don't, honestly, what was the last Davidoff that you had that you didn't enjoy? I can tell you the one I, I enjoyed it. It was the Royale, the one that was a hundred dollars. It was good. I haven't had one of those. It yet. was not a hundred dollars yeah. good. I like what me and Josh had talked about before. I would definitely by far take three chefs over yeah. one Royale. So yeah, I haven't smoked this year's chefs. Have you smoked this year's chefs? Yeah, I've smoked. Uh, I smoked two. Um, smoked one out the, you know, off the truck, pretty much uh, down in Austin with all the guys, um, and then I smoked another one. I guess about a month later, to let, after it set a little bit more, it was better. I feel like it needs to sit probably a good six months. So I'm just okay. I'm not going to touch them again okay. um, until you know mid mid uh, summer, so early summer, something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But uh, so Alabama has a quarterback that won a Heisman for the first time ever. What first time fuck? ever. I, I that is that is something that blew my mind. I did not believe that. No. So I mean, you understand that Mark Ingram was the first person from the University of Alabama to ever win the Heisman. Really? He, there was nobody during supposedly during Bears. No nope. time. Did they do the Heisman back then? I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Have you been speaking up? Have you been to uh, uh, Fordyce where he's from? Uh, I've not. I feel like yeah, you need to you can take a, a little day like, trip. That, down so, there. that sounds like a trip I need to make. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. He's, do you know what the Fordyce High School mascot is? I'm thinking, and I should, but I do not. It's Golden a, Eagles. It, no, it's a red bug. You know what a red bug is? You're in the South now. I do not. Chiggers. <gasps> So we, I do know what chiggers are because yeah. we have those up north. Okay, is that, yeah. yeah. See, they're they're called. Well, we call them chiggers. Yeah, that's what that's. I think that's more of a Midwest kind of thing. Because yeah. down here, they're they're red bugs. 
but yeah, that's the uh, that's the school mascot. So that's where he's from. I didn't realize that he was from here until maybe 15 years ago or so. We were doing a, I was doing a job. I had to drive through Fordyce, and it was like home of Bear Bryant. I was like, oh, shit, and that's cool. I had no idea. So I don't know if there's like a museum. Should I be. feel like there should be, but I also, also too. Seems a little late now. <laughs> but like, I don't know how much he was actually associated with Fordyce. Or it's kind of like Hope Arkansas. Bo- like, yeah. That's where he's born. It's like Hope, Arkansas is where Bill Clinton was born. But, like, I don't know how much of an impact so was, has. Uh, so was so the other guy who ran for president. Uh, uh, from Hope? Huckabee. Mike Huckabee. Oh, is he from, from, is he from <clears throat> I think I think uh, Bill uh, Clinton is more associated with Hope. And, uh, I mean, I yeah. knew that. Yeah. But, I again, like, it's kind of like uh, uh, Johnny Cash is from somewhere in Arkansas, too. They have a museum for him. Because my mom stopped there. Okay. Yeah. So there might be one. <laughs> my yeah. mom texted me from the front porch. <laughs> well, being as big of an Alabama fan as you are, I, yeah, you need to just go through Fordyce to be like, oh, there he is. But There he is. What, when you was he was he a coach whenever you were alive? Oh yeah, I so you, remember. So you, so you saw him. I, I believe Bear Bryant's last game was against the University of Illinois, and I remember that game. I could not find the Heisman Trophy award thing on ESPN for some reason. I was ESPN wasn't working for me well last night because I was going to watch it. I had a feeling he was going to win, um, although this was a close year. Um, um, but uh, but I, I had a feeling he was going to win because uh, you know once the media sort of lines up and tells you he's going to win, yeah, usually yeah. they're not wrong. Um, he's had a really good year. He's a sophomore. He's got one more year in college, I believe, and um, and uh, you know that's it's a it's a big deal for the University of Alabama. I know they made a big deal about it, but um, two more games or hopefully two more games. Hopefully left. more games. Yeah, I, I'm just going to go said. You got two more games. I don't know that that's true. Eh, come on. Hey. Cincinnati's a really, really good team. We'll, so we'll see. They got good pass defense. <clears throat> so, yeah. And with uh, both, uh, or with the uh, Mechie being hurt, that's going to hurt hurt the Alabama pass defense yeah. or pass offense. So we'll see. And that's a, what, is that a New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? Game? New Year's Eve. Okay. Both of the, the quarter or semifinals are on New Year's Eve. So. I'm I'm not a I'm not a big New Year's Eve person. I I want to be home at a reasonable time, like six, uh, get away from like all the drunkards on the on the. Give, give me the give me give me a plate of chicken wings. You know, I'll nice. have like half a beer and give me some cigar, cigars, and I'll watch I'll watch the I'll watch the games. So Paul and I used to um, for several years go to uh, rent a, get a room at a, the casino in St. Louis. We actually did it here at uh, the, the casino south of Memphis for a year or two, and we'd get just the a couple. Gold, of, gold strike? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> down there, and just, you know, that way you'd we'd go smoke a cigar, and they'd yeah. have dinner and, and all that and gamble it up, but we haven't done that in a while, so. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, when I was single, I would go to my favorite pub uh, down Little Rock and, and, you know, drink out there and shit and, and then Uber home or go to a hotel or whatever, but. You know, ever since me and Mo have been together, it's mm. like I we that's just not our vibe and what what we like to do. I can tell you the one thing I would not want to do ever is go to fucking New York City, and to be standing at Times Square yeah. or, because I feel like everybody who is that is there aren't New Yorkers. That's something we need to ask Ash and uh, Kevin. Like if yeah. that if those are New Yorkers or people who infiltrate yeah. that come in. So the at one point we thought about because we we have done. Um, 
near Christmas in Vegas, and mm-hmm. we've done Thanksgiving, actual Thanksgiving Day. We've done actual Thanksgiving Day in Vegas several times. Um, and But I've heard that uh, New Year's Eve in Vegas, is, is they closed the strip, at least they used to. I yeah. don't know if they do still do anymore. Um, and, you know, but it's kind of cold. It can be cold, but it can be also very pleasant. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if I was choosing between New York City where it's guaranteed, guaranteed to be cold, cold. <laughs> or Vegas where it could be cold and you could walk into the casinos and do all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I think I'd probably choose Vegas. But if I was really going to choose, I would choose Miami or Barbados. Yeah, South, or, South Beach. Yeah, something like that. Um, but I'm like you. I. I mean, to be honest with you, uh, I probably choose my garage and smoke a yeah. cigar by myself and yeah. walk in at, at, at midnight and say, you know, Happy New Year's, babe. Yeah, that, I'm I'm the same way. I just like I, I don't I, I I don't drink anymore. I'll have like I can nurse the fuck out of one beer for like yeah. a solid two and a half hours. Um, just give me some cigars. Give me at least somewhere somewhere kind of warm, yeah. not freezing cold. And you know, I like I don't like watching the. Uh, what is it? Is Dick Clark rocking New Year's Eve and shit like that? I don't, I don't, I don't I mean, that. and they don't really have, um, they used to have good musicians on like, like you, you know, it'd be like a, but I don't need any more. It's, I don't, yeah. you know, they, roll. I was paging through Rolling Stone today, top 50 songs of 2021. And I'm going to date myself as not <laughs> 15 anymore. And I, I paged through the first you know, 50 through 21 and went, I recognize some of those artists, I think. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, and, uh, none of the songs. And so, um, uh, you know what they would, I suppose if I like turned on Fox, I would probably Fox news, I would get some country artists, I guess. I'm going to say yes. Right. Probably not, not, not profiling, <laughs> but profiling. And, uh, yeah, but I mean, it's like, yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah. I, so we, you and I were music people, of course. Um, have we ever had the discussion over stones or Beatles for you? Stones. Okay. So we, I think Mo and I did on the top five okay. albums. Um, so have you seen any of the, the, um, the, the Beatles, get the get back that, that not, Peter yeah. Jackson's done. So we watched the first episode. I like the Beatles. I'm scared Mo, of it. Mo is obsessed with it. She loves Beatles. She, and she had the same thing. She was afraid to go into it to see how it was. She really liked it. And it, and oh, my one thing, the first episode is three hours long. They're all about three hours long. It's a little much, um, but it is really, really well done. It And just seeing how, they're pulling stuff out of thin air. Like at one point you see, um, uh, Paul sitting there and he's just strumming on his bass and like a little caption comes up and it says, you're watching the beginning of like the, the first notes of get back. And he just start, you start hearing it more and more, the more he's playing and then he starts mumbling and hearing it. So it was cool to see how just a, a song is created. And then Ringo gets up and goes to the drum set and starts playing something. And then, um, whoever the other one that George, George starts playing and the, because then there's your t- wife's favorite one. <laughs> yeah, mine's one. Yeah. Her favorite. And then like Lennon's late and they even say like Lennon's late. He's like, oh, he's always late. And then Yoko comes up first and sits down right in front of him. And I'm like that bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then, and then Lennon sits down and just picks up a guitar and starts playing 
a part that ends up being part of the song. So it was just cool seeing them create all these songs just out of thin air that become these absolute monsters. Right. Classic. So as somebody who enjoys the Beatles and like the music, Mm -hmm. but not a huge fan seeing that I was like, all right, I have to watch the other ones, but it was too much. Like I'm beetled out for like a solid month. Now (laughs) it was three hours just going over the first, I believe like seven days, but it was the way it was shot because it was, it wasn't like Peter Jackson shot the stuff. All he did was he's taking it and cutting it up. He's just remastering the, the audio and the video and stuff like that. So it's definitely one to, to, to check out just for, just to geek out on what the subject matter is. It's definitely worth a, worth a a watch. I I definitely want to see it. I'm just, uh, so uh, the two comments I heard early on from music people was you could tell Lennon, at least in the first one was pretty stoned. So that's the one thing like they, it's on, it's on a Disney format. So they, they, the only thing I heard was George and somebody else was talking about like make weed legal. And it's funny how like that was, they're talking about that 50 years ago and they're still still today, still today. But that was really the only reference I heard drug reference to drug reference. Um, but they like on every, you know, in the top left corner, they say, you know, tobacco use fucking everybody was just like, everybody smoked all day long throughout the whole thing. The only thing that was a little odd or not really odd. The, the only thing that was different, Paul McCartney always had a cigar, never cigarette. It was always a cigar. So I was like, all right, I like that. But I mean, it was just, I mean, they're just like, they're at one point, uh, George had a cigar like stuck in the uh, guitar strings while it was just burning while he's playing something. And then, <laughs> but that's the only thing. And so I think, uh, with it being on the Disney, uh, plus channel, they did cut out a lot of the, the drug references sure. and stuff like that, but they're all had a beer by them. They all had a cigarette by them, but that was like the only thing I could see where that made it past. Not really the censors, but like you, if, if that was the case, you wouldn't have a documentary at all. If you took everything out. So, right. I mean, it's just, I mean, they're, it, it was a different time as it's well. A different time as well. This was what, I guess it was 68 or so 69 when, when they were doing this. Probably early seventies. Yeah. It'd be 69. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> right. Yes. But, uh, yeah, it's it, it definitely cool to check out. So. I've heard, I've heard it, it, it does. I'm just a little afraid of it just because. And yeah. I, I, I understand. I can see that. Yeah. Not wanting to see. So, so um, first of all, heard terrible things about Yoko. Like mm-hmm. you could see her. Like, you know, wanting to jump through the screen and throttle her, right? It was the, the thing that was weird because I don't know the whole backstory. I know people joke around like, oh, you're the Yoko of whatever. I mean, what she was doing, just from my perspective, it wasn't bad. It was just like a level five, level five clingy, just like always there kind of thing. But yeah. I didn't see, like, there wasn't like tension brought out about it. But also, I'm only through the first episode where George leaves for like 12 days during the recording and like, he just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm done with the band kind of thing. And that's where they leave off. And so I haven't picked it up, but okay. I'll, have to, I'll watch it. I've been, uh, I've uh, been watching wheel of time. So uh, I, I do have some in schools ending next week. So yeah. I will have some free time to, to watch some shows. 
So. I, I powered through the two newest Marvel movies I haven't seen. That's what I watched last night. Black Widow, eh, it was okay. Um, but Shang-Chi, uh, watch that one. Dude. Okay. Um, I think that might be my favorite Marvel m- movie now. Of all time? Man, I, I'm, I'm going to have to watch it again. I'll watch it again this week. Um, but Including I, Ant-Man? Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know, man. Ant-Man is good. It's different. But this one was just... It was, I love old Kung Fu movies, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and um, it has, yeah, have to it, it has her, she's in it. Um, it just, I don't know, just those old movies that I grew up with, it, it brought me back to that. Okay. And then just the visual, you know how pretty and colorful, like whenever we left the theater after seeing Black Panther, the first thing that you and I said was that was visually stunning and pretty and just seeing all the colors mm-hmm. of it it's amazing that's how this was it, it, okay. it had that same feel where everything was just was it the same producer no i don't know if, i don't know if it's a producer or, or director or anything but it just had that same visual visualization just very pleasing to the eye the cinematography was really nice um you know it it was it was heavy on the cgi on some stuff just like Black Panther was, but it was, you know, different, but it just, it worked and it just, it just had that, it had me having that same feeling afterwards. We're like, I want to watch it again, not for the story, but just to look at the details that I might've lost the first go around. You disappointed you didn't see it in the theater? You know what? I think I am. Um, cause I, I mean, seeing it, Black yeah. Panther was, cause it, <clears throat> Black Panther was weird in a couple of ways. Mm-hmm. But it was awesome to see it in the theater because it was it was it was a cultural movie, mm-hmm. and we weren't there for the cultural part. We mm-hmm. were there for the Marvel part, mm-hmm. and it was was there for it was us. Yeah, but it was very much a cultural movie, yeah. and we had a bunch of friends of ours who who aren't comic book movie guys yeah. who were there to see it. Uh, you know, like JT was there for both people, both reasons, but. Um, it was, but seeing it in a theater made that like a hundred percent better. Yeah. Like I gave it to Sandra at work because somebody told her she had to see it. I gave mm-hmm. her the DVD as, mm-hmm. a, as a, but Sandra who doesn't know comics yeah. and um, doesn't watch movies who likes uh, Perry Mason. Yeah. Um, but wanted to see the movie because it was culturally significant yeah. um, in, in an important way, in a cool way. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not dogging the movie out for that. I liked that part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. But um, Everybody wants to be represented. 100%. That's why that movie was important. Um, but, and it, it that, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But what you and I first were drawn, thought about on that movie was, man, that was, that was a beautiful movie. Beautiful, yeah. And it was all those other things too, which is great. But the first thing that, because we're Marvel guys, was like, wow, that was pretty. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so, it was cool. And the battle scene on the side of the cliff was still one of my favorite oh scenes my in a movie yes. ever. And, see, and, and I referenced that in, in my game online. Yeah. I said, you know, whenever there's like a, a squabble, I said, do we need to black bathroom it on the side of the cab? Yeah. And, and then in our geek, little geek world, everybody always laughs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. No, I mean, and this one, I would put this in... in not the same box, but but almost an identical box to That's it, cool. Where was it as culturally appropriate as that movie was? Because I, I think that was important a, a, about as, that movie as well. As an again, 
as an outside looking in. Yep. That's all you can do. I would say yes, because just reading from the forums that you and I read on the stuff, again, they were saying the same keynotes. It was nice. It was awesome to be represented and just stuff like that. You know, I, Mo, Mo likes the Marvel movies. She's not in love of them like you and I do. She, she enjoys them. I wish that she would have watched that with me. She was off. She was doing, she was making Christmas stuff for our nieces and stuff. Cool. And I told her, I was like, I think you really would have liked this one. Um, yeah. So I, I want to watch so it. I have to her. see it. Yeah. So, I, and then afterwards, I think we get her take on it. But yes, from the outside looking in, it was, I I can see why they, they enjoyed it a lot. So you and I are both musical guys, right? Uh-huh. We like musicals. Um, and so I was watching, um, as I want to do, uh, non-English based television uh-huh. this weekend. Um, and they're doing big things about West Side Stories, which uh-huh. is one of my favorite musicals. Uh, it's one of my favorite musicals. The yeah. music, yeah. tight. The story's uh, fun. And uh, aside from Evita and Jesus Christ Superstar, and and it's just one of my favorites. Um, and um, and so I didn't think much about the original movie because, to be honest with you, uh, I didn't see the movie but once, and I listened to the soundtrack like a bunch of times, right? Like hundreds of times. But. Um, and then I saw an article that said that the point of this one was to remake it as culturally um, appropriate because mm-hmm. Natalie Wood played the main Puerto Rican character. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I never thought about that as. Yeah. Actually, somebody, actually get a Puerto Rican. To play <laughs> somebody role. did. Yeah. And then some, I guess some of the lines, which I, I thought, and as you think through, somebody said some of the lines weren't. And I thought, yeah, I can think of a couple, three that I probably wouldn't have cared for if mm-hmm. I was. Puerto Rican as well. And so it was just, it suddenly struck me today. And I guess one of the reasons this is kind of on my mind was, you know, obviously we think, I think in, I think from my perspective, I can only look through my eyes, but um, they were, they were, there was a lot of attention paid for it from uh, Univision and Mm. all those channels, which I enjoy. Because uh, to be honest with you, their shows are more interesting. Oh yeah, hundred oh. <laughs> yeah. percent. The the, te- the Telemundo, oh, uh, like dramas, the novellas oh. are, are just <laughs> so good. They're so good. But um, um, first of all, uh, they do what soap operas should do in America because their acting is a hundred percent better. Over the top. It's over the top, which is what it should be, and it's it's amazing. Yeah. But um, or it's funny and it's campy and it's uh-huh. it's, it's so much more entertaining. Yeah. But um. I hadn't really thought about why that, why they're probably making such a big deal out of this. And besides, it's you know significant to them, but it's a remake of a movie they probably weren't that fond of. Yeah, no. so that's it. Have, um, yeah, we're you, you and I are big musical fans. Um, so there's a movie out that just came out. Um, I think maybe a couple months ago at this point. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my radar. It's on Netflix. It's called Tick Tick Boom. Have you seen that? Heard about it. I have not seen much about it. So it's about Jonathan Jonathan Larson, who created um, uh, Rent, which is my all time favorite Good now. Broadway show. Okay, I didn't realize um, that's what it was about. Well, it, it, so it's about his other uh, play that he did as well, Tick Tick Boom, and then you know he uh, Larson died, I think the day of or the night before Rent opened up on Broadway. So he actually never got to see. What rent, what rent became. And even so, so at the weekend theater here in Little Rock, whenever I did plays and theatrical stuff, I 
I was a second for rent. I didn't get the main, but I was there for if they needed for that role. Rent, I I know every word from Rent. I I know mm. every song. It doesn't matter if it was it would be my song or not. I know every song to Rent. And so seeing that they did a you know a a movie about Jonathan Larson and it has Andrew Garfield playing him, which I love Andrew Garfield's acting capabilities. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I'm looking forward to to watching that one because that's a, that's one I just want to that. That yeah, I just need I just want to sit down and just like chill and watch that from beginning in no interruptions. So have you seen Hamilton? Uh, I have not seen Hamilton. Have you, I haven't I've, even I've, seen I've, the so movie. I, so I've, I, li- I've listened to the songs through Spotify, but I have not I actually even watched to the, the songs. Play. So I saw, is it Lynn Manuel? Yes. And so I saw him, there's a, there's a, um, there's a, English show who do inter- does interviews and I'm I, just blanking on the guy's name, but he, so, and he does, he's, he's funny, mm. sort of irreverent. Yeah. I know a uh, real colorful set. Yeah. Um, what is, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Stumbled across him. First of all, when Will Smith and his kid were there, yeah, yeah, he, he always does funny stuff and he, he always has three or four people on set. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he did, he asked him to do one of the songs from Rent. He says, you know, and he just cold dropped the, I guess, the second song, which I guess yeah. is the hardest song. Yeah. And you just hear him do it. And um, much like live music, live theater to me mm-hmm. is just magic. It, and he said this. He said, you know, it's like, you know, it's just, you don't ever get the same performance. You just, yeah. it's live. It's yeah. there. Um, and my sister loved cats and I do not. Have you seen the movie? I've not. Oh my God. Um, and that's not cause I was afraid of not enjoying the movie. <laughs> the it's movie. cause I just didn't enjoy the play or the musical. <sighs> and so I just didn't want to see the movie. I, I'm not an Andrew Lloyd Webber fan, honestly. Oh, I love Andrew Lloyd um, Webber. I so, hate cats. So we watched the cats movie. We could not, we could not finish it. It was so bad. Like so, I, I want to see the director's cut. Because they the, the the version we watched had all the cat buttholes edited out. I want to see the cat buttholes. I want to see the butthole version, just because it just. So you didn't like Evita? <sighs> no, like so my musical Phantom my, of the Opera. Not um, it's just yeah. Phantom's okay. My favorite musical of all time is Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, it's just and, and I mean uh, you know, and hair is great. I love those you know those. Yeah hippie sort of did you do you like or did you i I guess he's still alive i'm not sure um but were you like a jonathan waters fan oh sure okay sure crybaby oh sure all that kind of stuff okay oh i I love i love crybaby crybaby's fun yeah see that that's the campy stuff and then my serious stuff is jesus christ superstar and what was the other one that they the 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 the, the one about Jesus and I always forget that one, but it wasn't as good as Jesus Christ Superstar. But. The the one that was uh, the Departed director. Not no, the, it was a musical. Oh, not not that the Last Temptation, not that one. No, that wasn't funny at all. <laughs> no. And so uh, <laughs> that was Mel Bro- or, or Mel Gibson, not Mel Brooks. No, 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 not, not the Passion. No, La- uh, Last Temptation was. was uh, 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 the mafia guy who loves that, the Departed movies and oh, yeah, Leo right. movies, all that, all that, whatever his name. Yeah, is. I don't know that I saw that. I saw that one, but it, again, not a musical. Yep, yeah, not a musical. No, no, I did not see Cats. Um, and my sister loves Cats. I do not love Cats. 
I'm 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 pro cat animal. I'm okay, an, okay I'm, with cats. I'm I'm anti cat musical and movie. Right. <laughs> so so bad. Right, right. But it it was it was it, it was like a car wreck. Like you want to look away, you want to make sure people are okay, but it's a car wreck where you're going to watch kind of thing. Yeah. That's how this. That's the only way I can describe this. It was so bad, but it's like there's sometimes where it's so bad it comes back around to being good. This one was like it was so bad, it comes back around past good and starts looping around Road again. To bad. So it's like like double bad. It, it was right. It was, it was it passes good. It passes on, good really too fast. Oh yeah, it just zooms right past it. And. But, uh, it had big name people. Taylor all, Swift in it. I mean, it had, it had, uh, had t- I mean, Lord, there was tons of people in it. Um, yeah. Idris Elba was in it. One of my favorite actors. Um, Although he's been in two of. Plays McCallity. He was in my, uh, he was in the Gunslinger movie too, from mm. Stephen King. Mm. That yeah. Paula thought she was going to like reward me and take me to that. And, then, <laughs> and I was like, Come on. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me shove 12 books that are 2000 pages thick into yeah. an hour and a half long movie. Yeah. So the, the wheel of time people, uh, so, um, this is, uh, Kevin and I were discussing this wheel of time is 14 books. Oh, okay. okay. The thousand page fantasy <sighs> books. Like you, you yeah. go to the bookstore and you look at them yeah. and they get the, you know, the half that shirt ripped open and the girl like on top. <laughs> right. And so, um, and I love these books and, and the, but the whole Bobby premise the of cover. the, right. The, the premise of these books is really, um, that, uh, the, basically the devil mm-hmm. just symbolize it tainted magic so that men, if they use it, go crazy and that okay. men can't be trusted okay. and that women are good. And okay. so all the comments on Netflix, or I shouldn't say that, about a third of the comments on Netflix are you turn the books into woke crap. Mm. And so I'm telling, I'm telling, uh, telling Kevin, so for the record, first of all, I hate the term woke. But second of all, these books were written in like the 70s and 80s before we knew what that word meant. And yeah. it, it's true to the books. Yeah, yeah. I understand that it's now, it's sort of that story, but <clears throat> but whatever. Um, but, uh, and I forget, Daniel, um, he is, he's one of the men, male men, he's an Asian character. Um, but he's one of the main male characters. Mm-hmm. He is so spot on for how I envisioned him in the book. Really? But he's totally badass. And so the, the women can channel magic. And there's this Indian Aesodai, which Aesodai, which is a character. And she's a battle magic person. And it, she at some point starts just fighting with magic. Yeah. And it's like... I can't help it. I'm standing up in my garage smoking a cigar and I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I might be a little excited, yeah, right? Just yeah. cause it is just so cool. Um, yeah. So it is, uh, it's, it's been pretty awesome, but no, I, you know, I, I, yeah, I need, I, that's on my list to watch. I need, I need to watch that one because you I don't need to, you haven't read the books. No, you I don't need to. 
Plus, it would take you. I mean, I know read the books. Oh God, no! I just fourteen books. I don't have the time for that. No, I'll I'll watch the show. But like you know, we'll we'll talk about this on our review show with Kevin because I know he has a part of it. You know, we were big. We're we were excited and and exuberant. I haven't started. I was going to let him elapse a little bit about Cowboy Bebop starting, and then they've already canceled it. And then the next day after it canceled, you know, one of the main show writers and showrunners of the original anime passed, and I was like, what a just a gut punch because as somebody who loved the anime who loves the soundtrack i i can understand why the diehards didn't like the live action show but i thought they did a very good representation of it um it got mo into it because she watched the first episode or two of of the netflix show which then in turn we watched the og show and she liked it just as much. So I it 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 opened the door. I can see how it opened it up to the door to a lot of people. It stuff definitely was changed, but I wasn't upset on how they created these characters, but it left it off at such a and you know, they, they left it at such an arc where Is I can't, the first season done? <clears throat> first season's done. Yeah, they 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 dropped all ten episodes at the same time. Okay. Um and then it's just like, all right, and now we're not gonna get anymore anymore and that sucks because that was just it was just a netflix property so nobody else is going to pick it up amazon's not going to pick it up or hulu or whatever so one of the things that's disappointing is that people expect something to be recreated exactly as mm -hmm. the original was Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of on the wheel of time there was this this concept that there was somebody who actually said here's the key to success for recreating a book into a series you read the book you make it just like the book, you make money. And yeah. you just go, Yeah. There, first of all, no one has ever done that. Lord of the Rings, which was made into three <clears throat> three-hour movies and isn't as long, right, yeah. Yeah. as is this, you can't do that. And if you did that, I would be so disappointed. It would be just a complete recreation of... Yeah. A book? Why book is one medium and this is another medium? Yeah, so I'll, I'll 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 piggyback off that. I will agree with you and disagree with you at the same time. They've done that before. They did that with the Watchmen movie, where it was pretty much a shot for shot of the graphic novel. It was pretty close, which the graphic novel people liked, but that's a small nugget of Do you people. Think it, it was was it a complete recreation i'd have to go back and think. i mean it was it was, it was pretty, pretty close it was pretty close for a shot for shot had you read the Watchmen before you yeah. saw the movie i yeah. had too um so i i again i liked it i enjoyed it but it's also for the vast majority of people who are not watchman was hugely not successful yeah but for the people who are not who are not used or or don't or didn't know the story of Watchmen, that it was it was confusing. I can see that. So sometimes being true to be true to the source material, but you don't have to be a hundred percent. You can, you know, sometimes not every episode of Cowboy Bebop is amazing. There's some that are just fluff and filler. You're going to get that with a lot of, a lot of stuff. So just, but take the nuggets out of that. And I think they did a pretty good job, but they only, I mean, from they, they announced this show was going to be made in June of 16 four and a half years took them to get it produced within 28 days it was canceled and it's like fuck man just 
Well, in streaming world, I feel like you need a bigger run out because, like, you don't have me, and I was going to watch it, right? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I was, you know. But now it's to the point of, like, if you know it's going to, yeah, why when you know you're not going to get that in satisfaction? I mean, it was good. It was shot well. Visualization was nice. The stories, you know, some of the characters were, you know, they, they, you know, cherry-picked some of the stuff. But, again, it's like, you know, I, I invested a lot of time. I guess you know, not a lot. Ten hours, or yeah, getting excited definitely a lot. But but sitting for ten hours, and I've already watched it through one and a half times. Um, and it just like fuck, you know, it just now it's gone. It's like eh, I would suck because John John Chow Cho. I I don't know how you say his last name. He, I thought he played for other other than being older because he's twenty seven in the show, but he's actually like. 50, I think in real life, he does a great job as Spike, right. you know, Faye Valentine had that same kind of just annoyance, but good hardness to it. And jet black was, I mean, that character was really spot on. This is the, it's when you get on to like the other characters that were a little off, but yeah, it's just like, it, checking out. it makes me not want to like, they're doing a, uh, they're they're doing a live action of the last airbender. I'm to the point now, I don't want to invest my time into it because if they're only going to give Bebop just a twenty eight day run, I'm they're going I wonder what their measure of success was. So the initial drop day it was it was huge. By day eight, that number had dropped by like sixty seven percent. I'm like, well, I mean I already know. watched it. Yeah, that's the people, the diehards who are into the show had watched it, and now you're going to get the 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 trail off to you know the people who I've talked into watching it, or people like Mo who mm-hmm. hasn't watched it but who, who would end up enjoying it kind of thing to watch it. But now it's just like, yeah, I really like the Last Airbender, and that's the thing. Like, do you are knowing that you like the Last Airbender? Mm-hmm. Do you now want to put yourself into the fact of? Do you want to watch something that they're probably not going to continue on because it's not going to have the, they're not going to get the response or the clicks that they're expecting? Yeah, but if they're not, yeah, I don't probably, I'd, uh, I'd probably wait. Yeah. Which and that, will probably cause it to be canceled. Yeah. And they're, I mean, it's probably, I'm not that powerful, but it's like time is linear. If it's, it's, it's lather, rinse, repeat. It's yeah. just, they did the same thing with death, uh, with death note with that shitty fucking movie. Of course you take a, a show that's, you know, 50 episodes long. You can't cram it all into one movie. One movie. I mean, not as familiar with death note. So, but yeah, <clears throat> that was me. Uh, uh, on your on your uh, heel that you're going to soapbox? My soapbox I'm going to die on. Right. <laughs> How about these cigars? Well, this is uh, this is really a remarkably good cigar. Oh, my God. So good. Oh. I've really, the pepper stays. I mean, it mellows a little bit, but not much. Um, and it's a really pleasant pepper. It is. So I'm getting a little less pepper now. I'm fully into the, into the second, third now. Yeah. Um, a little leathery now, um, peppers trailed off, but it's like, it's so nice. This is a, a body wise, it's a mid to three quarter flavor wise. It's ramped up there pretty high. Um, so I'm going to try to say these names of the tobacco that's in sure. it. Sure, It's I, in the second second, by the way. Say, 
just a throwback <laughs> for some of the old old timers. That's an OG throwback. <laughs> there you go. Um, so the wrapper is Connecticut Ecuadorian. Uh, the binder. You did a good job on that, by yeah, the way. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the binder is a hybrid two fifty seven Seco uh, Dominican, and the filler. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> Start your recorder. Uh, <clears throat> it's a Palato Lajero San Vincent Majado Seco, San Vincent Majado Viso, hybrid 254, uh, hybrid 259 Seco Dominican. I thought you did nice on the numbers. <laughs> I got the numbers down. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so pretty much. It's a Dominican binder filler, Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. I still, I want to know how they got the tiger stripes. I'm going to go with the bunched it. the bunched it while wet to get that that water stain mark kind of look because this is definitely something I've never seen before. Never ever. That's so. And it's burned like a champ. Mm-hmm. I, I you it's know, all Davidoff's too. I I held. I was holding on to the ash as hard as I could, and then I hit the. You did. That I was hit, nice. I hit the table and it fell into my lap. So, you did. You burned uh, yourself. Let's go to another old school from the Burn Down podcast. I did a rookie move on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so have you seen Next Door, what I've done? Next Door? I have not. So, I have been. I heard you knocking on Thursday a little bit when I didn't have my noise canceling headphones. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was making some noise next door. So, good work. Finally getting the stuff done next door. I tore down a wall, built a wall back up, wrapped it with. With uh, some naughty pine, naughty, some naughty pine, um, did all that kind of stuff, sanded it down. So my job for that part is done. I'm glad it's done. Um, but yeah, it looks cool. It's like taking that wall down really, of course, it opened it up. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but So that's going to be the member's lounge? Yeah, so that's the whole new member's lounge. And then this is going to be the humidor. This is going to be the humidor. And so also, because have you ever really lo- walked over there and seen this stuff? Not much, no. So they also have a room in the back, which I don't know. I think it's just the storage from whenever it was the insurance place. I think we just stored like paper and copies. The storage room is probably is probably half this size, maybe okay. three quarters. Um, I'm thinking we might actually have a fucking studio now. Awesome. So we're going to see, though. It might become our actual, like, we won't have to set up and tear down and set up and tear down. And That'd be nice. Actually Decorate it like our fucking studio. So maybe we'll see. Well, it'll be, so it'll be a bigger members launch. Yes. So it's going to be, it's going to be about this. It's going to be the size plus of what our main lounge is. So it's going to be enough for damn near all the members. We, because we about doubled our members, members. our members now. Um, But the, so that's cool. Awesome. I'm glad to have that. I'm going to cut a door in this wall leading into the other ones. But what I'm excited about is this room here our humidor is going to double in size, literally. That'd be nice. So we already have like, I don't even know how many facings we have. We are packed to the fucking gills. Yeah, I know. You can't even put the 149s on the shelf. We can't even put the 149s on the shelf. Um, You should take the 146 down. (laughs) We we obviously should. Um, But we got all the Añejos out for you. Well, all that we could get. We don't have the triple eights out because we didn't get any of those. Well, I, I, I actually just, just to let you know, I got text and I made my purchase before they made the shelf. <laughs> so Doug, uh, Doug was like, Hey, what do you want? And I told him which one I want. So I was like, I don't want the sharks. Those burn like garbage. Um, I want these. I want these. He's like, we don't have any triple eights. I'm like, all right, uh, just, I want these. And then even before I can f- finish my text or ask, he was like, and I've already called Mark. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, I got, that's the main thing. I, I got a half box of three different sizes. 
And for the record, Joe texted me as well, and I got half a box of three different sizes. <laughs> they might have been the same sizes. Hey, double dipping. Uh-huh. Two different shops. That's what they tell me. Yeah, yeah. Two different shops. So so we actually have our Christmas event coming out today, which is the 17th, and we're going to have our good buddy, Steve, is going to be back in town. Oh, so it's time to leave? <laughs> so he'll be here next Friday? He'll be here. And they're they're going to give away the roaster. No, 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 no. That was already that was already giveaway. That was with uh, Avo. Oh, that was with Avo. Yeah. So that's you, the one that fits the the whole pig. The uh, small sized uh, what, what human. Oh, <laughs> I, that part that part of a show might have hit the cutting room floor. I oh, I don't uh, know about that one. Uh, no. So so what's the deal? Oh. The one next week is $8,000 worth of store credit. Yes. So you're close. So for everybody who enjoys Ashton, uh, we are doing some awesome giveaways and stuff. I've been smoking the crap out of the, uh, the uh, not the San Cristobal. What's the other one? Uh, the, the new sized one of the. Uh, oh, the, the one with the. The, the, uh, the te- light blue wrap. The, the teal, the yeah. seafoam green one. Yeah, what I forget which one that is. That was a really good one. Oh, been enjoying the hell out of it. The oh. big ring gauge, which I usually don't like, mm-hmm. but I like that cigar a lot. Yeah, so it's the La Roma de Cuba, uh, San oh. Cristobal, and Ashton is going to be our Christmas event uh, this Friday tonight. Today, whatever this comes out, the December 17th, I believe. Um, so the main giveaway is going to be a, a raffle because of the more Ashton stuff you buy, the more raffles you get. They have like some awesome tumbler glasses, some like really nice glassware, some high, some highballer glasses, uh, wine glasses, rocks glasses, uh, a cool crystal or glass ashtray, like the original Ashton ashtray. I guess that was on. I think the original Cigar Aficionado magazine cover, it was either the oh, first wow. or the second. Um, but then the main raffle giveaway is a $200 gift card to Arthur's Steakhouse, which I've never been to, but you have, yeah? Oh. I've been to Oceans, which is the... Oceans is really good. I've only been to Oceans for lunch. I've never been there for actually the seafood. Oceans is strong. Okay, so I need to go there. But so, not as good as Arthur's, so I, which is really, I think is the best steak place in in little rock right. so it's a 200 dollars gift card to there and then an 800 dollars gift card to west end west end here west end here so you'll have pretty much an 800 so you can get all the ribs you want you <laughs> oh that's uh, you'll have yeah <laughs> yeah so that's like a that's a deep layer joke <laughs> right, that if you're a, not from little rock you don't understand right, right. They're, 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 i apologize to all those Everyone who didn't get that. There used to be a steakhouse in Little Rock yeah, called West End, and then people would Google and then get really pissed oh off. So that they, they go, this isn't a cigar shop. And you go, yeah, because you went to the wrong Let West me tell Let me tell you this one story. I don't think I've ever told you this. So there was a place called West End Tavern. Um, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's not that far from here because we're on the West no, End it's, side it's of It's halfway town. between my house and West End Cigars. Yeah, it's may, like as the crow flies, it's maybe... Th- and a mile and a half, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, so this was probably, oh God, this was when they were still open. They've been closed now for a few years. So this was probably five years ago. Um, I was still fairly new working here within a, a year or two of me working here. Uh, it was a Sunday. It's by myself up here. This lady calls and she is fucking pissed at me and just going off on me. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? She's like, you, you, 
charge me. You added a tip to this thing, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, and the way our POS system works, you know, is our charge button is right next to a, a gratuity thing. And I was like, I'm so sorry. You know, if I pushed it by accident, you know, that is my bad. Bring the receipt up here. I'll charge it back. Like, I am so extremely sorry. And she's going off of me saying it was like a $50 tip added on. And I'm like, I'm stressed out because that makes me look bad. That makes the shop look bad. And I was like, I'll make it right. I am so sorry. And she gave me the, the receipt number, which I can then look up on my side and see it and, you know, retroactively fix it. Um, you know, she gives me the number. I can't find the number. I, I'm, I t- I'm typing her name into the thing. I can't find it. I call her back. I was like, I'm so sorry. I, I can't find your thing. If you, if you're around here, can you just bring it up here to me? And she was like, yes, I'll do that. And she's just so pissed. And I understand. I understand. Um, and finally, you know, I get towards the very end of the conversation. I was like, I'm sorry. I just have to ask this. I was like, did you mean to call Weston cigars or Weston tavern? And she was like, Weston tavern. And I was like, okay, I'm glad I'm a little, I'm a little relieved right now because this is Weston cigars. And she was mortified. She was so sorry. And she apologized over and over again. She's like, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. I was, yeah, we were at West End Tavern last night and we had shitty service. And then I saw that my card was charged for like another 50 bucks and then it was for the tip. And I was like, like, I'm, I'm glad it wasn't me kind of thing, but I am, I am really, I'm whoever that did that to, they're about to get the biggest ass chewing ever. And I almost felt like I, I should, I almost wanted to call them and be like, Hey, I just took your ass chewing right um so you're about to get an even worse one <laughs> coming to it to your way so that is the uh every once in a while stuff like that happens but that was the worst that anything like that ever happened but i was i was relieved it was not me right that, that did that so yeah that's not cool <laughs> no it would not definitely not and i was like oh man i was mortified because you know it, a mistake happened kind of thing and it was like if i did that i'm yeah truly sorry for that i'll take care of it but but then now knowing the full story that somebody actually did it, did it. Yeah. Oh my God. And, but and then at the same time, I felt bad for her for now. She feels bad about yeah, it. And now she feels no, bad about it. No, you need to go chew it. them out. That's not, a, that's yeah. not okay. $50 is. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's not jump change. That's yeah. But I was like, but she was apologetic and she's like, I'll come up there and I'll do it. It's like, nah, don't worry about it. It's like, it's, you know, I'm a big boy, but in the inside, I'm like, I'm crying. I'm like, oh, mommy. Yeah. <laughs> <Didn't> yell that. <laughs> like, no kidding. That was the, uh, that's the only time I've really seen the other than like, oh, is this Western town? Or they call up here by accident. I'm like, no, no, that's the one story for the, the two Westons. They get, get confused. confused a lot, I know. Yeah, but now they're not it's around It's usually anymore. just directions. Yeah, because there was even a time where like we've talked about maybe even moving into that building, but it was like three stories and really too big. I was like, I was like oh, you want to think, you think it was confusing, but then imagine no. now like yeah. the same name moves into the same building that, yeah, we're really going nice to fucking setup. confuse people. It was a nice setup. The food was okay. Yeah, the food was okay. I mean, it's it was it was, it was in a bar. Its, it was it was in the name. It was tavern. It was just it was, it was a, a tavern. It was, it was a dive. I mean, it wasn't anything spectacular. But it was you can get cheap beer and cheap wings. You know, the two things you can't get any. Well, you can get cheap beer now. You just can't fucking get wings right. <laughs> anywhere, especially thighs. <laughs> we, so we went to Costco uh, Saturday, and uh, like we're getting our meat selection for the next two weeks or whatever, like we normally do. And I, I see a, a bag of wings, 
a bag of wings was like 50 bucks. Yeah. And, but I, in my, in my brain, I'm still having these problems. I'm like, all right, the thighs are normal priced. The wings are, you know, dramatically increased. I don't quite understand that. It comes either. off the same fucking bird. Like, you, yeah. you actually get more wings per thigh than, <sighs> than anything. What is going on? <laughs> I just don't. I don't know. I'm not an economics guy by any means. Yeah, I don't know. But I, do, I don't know. I don't know where the. I had somebody try to explain to me that they were being, the market was being cornered by the people who were. Like Buffalo Wild Wings and, something and like that. Wingstop. But you, you can't even say Wingstop because they had to switch the fucking thighs, like they you said. They did. They did. Like, but yeah, that's the uh, the, issue, the issues of the double Weston names and the double Weston funny names. funny chicken stories, I guess. Yep. So we're having the big event next Friday, the seventeenth. Yes, this the day this the trumps. day this comes out. Yes. So if you uh, listen to this, uh, feel free to come up. I'm sure there'll be um, uh, there'll be deals, and Steve will be. Uh, all dressed up and he will be in a suit. He'll be in a suit. <laughs> Come grab his tie. Um, and all of that. So I hope he wears short pants. He will not. <laughs> he will not wear short pants. You want to talk about a, a, a deep layer joke? <laughs> yes. Short pants. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <clears throat> he, uh, uh, yeah. Man, I've known Steve now for seven years. It's got to be about seven years. Yeah, that was I, that first year. I guess I guess I would be about the same because we started coming here around the same time. Yep. Okay. So I mean, we just kind of uh, like glossed over the fact that last month was you two years two on years, the show. Two years on the show. I was thinking about that. Um, <clears throat> it is the last two years have flown by. Actually, this weekend... It's been the slowest, fastest two years. Slowest, fastest two years. Two years ago, this weekend, Joe, Rob, and Paula and I were in Vegas to watch Jason Aldean again. Um, those memories popped up on my feed. Yeah. And I thought, two years ago. Yeah. It seems like five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been probably... 25 months since I, you and I sat down here to record our first episode together. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it is, uh, it has flown by. And so. I mean, I can, I can see it. Oh, clear in, as a bell. In, because we, we didn't have this. We, I sat in the other chair. You sat where you always sit. Yeah. I, I migrated over. I have over. not moved chairs. You have not. I'm, I migrated over. <laughs> you did. Diagonally. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I got memories stuff too, because like uh, the, the Army Navy game happened yesterday. Yep, and, I saw you know, that too. Me and my dad I thought about that. Went to the Army Navy Army 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 Navy game three years ago. Which go Navy? Yeah, that was a, that was a nice little surprise win, honestly, because Navy is kind of sucked this year. Yeah, coming in three and eight. Yep, and uh, end up pulling off the victory. So that was, that was uh, a nice win. It sounded it like a, it was a good game. Anchors away. Um, yeah, so that was cool seeing. You know, I that was by by far um, when we went. That was that is the top tier um, sporting event that I think that's a pretty cool one. At least at the time I, that is the number one thing because not, not everybody gets to go to an army Navy game and then taking, you know, my old sailor dad to an army Navy game, <laughs> which he, again, when, when we gave him the tickets, that's the only one of the only times I've seen, you know, an old man cry kind of thing. And that was, mm-hmm. uh, that was, that was cool. And then in, you know, going there with, you know, my older brother, his oldest son, and he is, you know, he's still in the army and everything. And, and then a house divided kind of thing. 
Yeah. So it was it was cool. But yeah, but seeing seeing the, those memories things pop up. So while like editing one of the past shows, I I got a, a notification on my phone of a picture, and it was me editing your first show. I was like, oh shit, we just like totally just glossed over we did. that. We slid by it. Um, but uh, it's been two whole years. Yeah, that's crazy. But again, crazy. it's been the it's been a a a, a, a short, fast, long t- twenty seven months, maybe. Do you think we caused it by by doing this? <laughs> the only other thing I can think of that caused the uh, the downfall of man um, has been the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. That's probably more likely. <laughs> that's the, that's the only other big thing I can think of, and then all hell broke loose. And all hell broke loose. That's probably more likely. Yeah. I don't think God was punishing you and I. That <laughs> seems that seems like really remote. I'm, I'm, the I, chief seems more likely. I don't. I don't think any omnipotent being gives a shit about any sports team. <laughs> right. That's probably true as so, well. Which is which is always funny because I forget what comedian I was watching one time, and uh, they were kind of saying the same thing. And I was thinking about it. I've always thought about it too. Be like. Wow, there's a lot of people that now have to go to church on a Sunday because they uh, they made a lot of promises. <laughs> a lot of promises yeah. <laughs> during a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, <clears throat> you know, some people say, you know, thank you for whatever. I I like when they say, "Hey, like, thank Jesus, my Lord and Savior, for mm. just looking out for me, right, and mm. just giving me the strength to looking out for me, yeah. right." That's cool. I, I respect that. That's just, you know, but, you know, it's like, you know, giving us the strength to win today. I, I really, I just don't think he cares about the football game. He's got like a lot of problems. I think he just doesn't. But I don't want to dishonor anybody's beliefs. But I, I think, you know, thanking him for the strength to be you. Yeah. That's that's completely fair. That's a, that's a, that's a completely upstanding thing to do. But. Um, I'm I'm always a little put off when they think for the win, and you just go, it just assumes that everybody else <laughs> was like he shit on the other team. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's doing that. I don't think he's. He, I think he wants both of you to be healthy. Yeah. Do you think he really was rooting for like the New Jersey Devils to right. win the Stanley Cup in the right. '90s or whatever? Right. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's like, I think he just wants everybody to be healthy and happy and, yeah. and treat everybody well. Yeah. Uh, Last uh, time I read the book, that's what it was about. <laughs> <clears throat> the uh, do you know St- uh, Steven Spielberg's been thanked more than God dur- during the Oscars? That's probably true. <laughs> no, it is true. It's one hundred percent true. Yeah, <laughs> there's a little more. Well, you know, everything I say is factually actually correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Actually, is that <laughs> actually factually actually, correct? That's actually factually true. Correct. <laughs> except the saying. I, I get the saying wrong. Right. Oh. Cigar is amazing. Mine's uh, oh about ready God. to burn my fingers, but it is really, really good and everything I'd hoped it'd be. Yeah, it's is. Uh, I, I'm glad you brought these to the table. They're really, really good. Well, I thought we'd celebrate a little bit tonight. Another year in the books. Um, yep, another year. Uh, yeah, so we got some other, you know, it, like closing of shop shows to do. We got, you know, we got the review with with Josh and Kev coming up next week. Yep, and we, next we week. I'm looking forward to that one. A couple, couple other maybe fluff uh, stuff to really get into our top 10 shows. Where I know a bunch of our other buddies who has shows are producing those now. Well, ours are going to, ours is going to be in January. Yep. Um, so yeah, get those lists uh, to us. Um, it's cool seeing all the pictures of all of our buddies out at the, the mothership in, uh, in Arizona, seeing, seeing all that. Like I, 
I, I, I've never been a fan of the phrase or acronym FOMO, but man, I had some FOMO, uh, this weekend, you know, just because I, you know, we've had a taste of that. You, you've gone to St. Louis before we've had the guys here. I went to Austin for a very short trip, mm-hmm. but just that fear of missing out, just like, man, that's, that, like that, having a good that time. shit hit me this weekend. I'm not going to lie. Like I, it, the timing was just, was just off for, for on my side at least. And, uh, yeah. but I'm glad they all went and having fun and everybody who could go, it just looks like they're having a hell of a time. So I can't wait to hear some stories about that. And, and having, I know we'll have Chris and got yep. some other stuff coming up that we haven't mentioned yet about other people involved on yep. the show soon. And uh, yep, looking forward to that. Yeah. So uh, teaser. That's about as that's about as good a teaser you're gonna get over yep. here. Um, yep. But yeah. So and this year has been uh, it's been crazy. It's been up, down, all over the place, but uh, looking forward to 2022. Hopefully, everything will settle down and we'll get back into the flow. Yeah, we'll we'll do a we'll do an actual like year end show, and we'll have Brandon on and 100 and stuff like that. So we'll 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 reminisce about those kind of things. But this was a just not this was a bridge to get us to the um, you know the the, the, what was the I guess this could be like the seventh inning stretch. You know, we got the yeah. we'll get the last three innings we need com- to coming take up. Take me out to the ballpark. <laughs> Uh, the, yeah. Who's who's the guy? Harry Carey. Harry Carey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just how many how many um games did he call where he wasn't lit? I think early on in his career when he was with the Cardinals, I think he was fairly sober. And then it was with the White Sox and the Cubs. I think you count all of those as not sober. <laughs> it just, did Did you ever? I I never grew up with Harry Carey. Uh, I did. But so, but the, 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 the character that Will Ferrell played, it was that pretty oh, sure. spot on. Yeah. Oh, spot on. <laughs> so when we, he was with the Cardinals, he broadcast the games with Jack Buck uh-huh. and those, those two together were great because, I mean, he was really serious back then and he really, I mean, he was a very good announcer, even with the Cubs. And so he, but he was, you know, he was a young guy and whatever. And then he went to the White Sox and he was with Jimmy Pearsaw and him and Jimmy, he was very light and he, Jimmy Pearsaw was funny and it was, it was a different broadcast because Jack Buck was, you know, I'm not saying that Jack Buck was overly serious, but mm-hmm. I mean, it was a baseball, I mean, they were baseball guys. Um, and Jimmy Pearsaw, I mean, would always go on a tangent about something and, and Harry would encourage that. Yeah. And so it was, it was very entertaining. And then by the time he got to the Cubs, he was, he was that character. Yeah. Did Jack ever call with Joe? <clears throat> yes. Yep. Okay. Oh, sure. That would be, that would be really cool because I, Jack I, to me is, and I understand the Dodger broadcaster and there's a lot, you know, and, and I'm a big fan of the, the guy who does the, um, just a bit outside. Um, uh, yeah. The wild thing, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> From Brewers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I think there's a great, but I, I, I'm a Jack Buck guy. So, yeah, I'd be, I mean, I mean, Jack Buck had one of the greatest calls when it was, you know, will after a home run, I think it might've been a Cardinals game and go crazy folks. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll, we'll see you Saturday night or something like that. And he, he, well, he called, um, he called several, um, he called, uh, the home run with the Dodgers against the A's with, uh-huh. uh, 
when Kirk Gibson hit yeah, the Kirk home Gibson. run, yep. and then he called um, uh, he called uh, the home run in Game Six of the Rangers and the Cardinals, wasn't that? No, I guess that would have been Joe, but he called uh, Ozzy Smith's. Yeah, um, yeah. He hasn't homered in five thousand at bats left-handed. He hits the home run. Yeah. Go crazy, folks! Go crazy, right? yep. And uh, so, I mean, Jack Buck's the announcer of my childhood. So, I mean, Jack Buck is. I grew up listening to baseball, and so uh, you know, he just uh, when I hear his voice calling baseball, it is, yeah, um, it is exceptionally nostalgic for me. That's to me what baseball is. Yeah, I mean, I've said it time and time again. Like doing what I do on the side, calling games, I enjoy it one hundred percent. So I just love listening to, you know, the people who came before me. Listening yeah. to, I mean, I grew up going to bed listening to Vin Scully. Vince Scully's just was so good, so good. Oh, yeah, I mean, just so good. The way he could, because he did it by himself in a booth. It was so smooth and just painted a picture. Yeah, Yeah, just, he was having a conversation with you, and there was no lag time. There was just like, I mean, he'd be telling a story, and then he'd just instantly go in there like, and here's a 3-2. You call a play and then go right back into doing it. And it's like, and nowadays, like you watch that. And then like my favorite, my favorite announcer is Kevin Harlan. I love Kevin Harlan's Kevin Harlan's Cardinal stuff. fan, by the way. Uh, and he called for the chiefs for years, yeah, for years. Um, and I, I mean, that's and the, Bob Euchre. You hear Bob Euchre. Bob that's the, and the guys up there. I loved uh, mm-hmm. MOB had a radio thing where you could subscribe to and you could listen to all the different. Um, and Bob Coleman, who was uh, mm-hmm. the San Diego announcer was great. Um, I loved listening to Monday Night Football on the radio because mm-hmm. it was it was Jack Buck and your old football coach, the Kansas City Chiefs, the old guy. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Um, and those matriculated two, down the field. Yeah, matriculated down the field. Yeah, those two together could describe the game. And mm-hmm. football is a very hard game to listen to on the radio because there's a lot going on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Those two together, and they could tell you something about the game, and they were interesting. And they, it was, and those two had, an, and I think largely because Jack made him feel comfortable, and so he could describe what was going on and allow um, allow the game to go on. And those two were great. Um, and so Jack, Jack's the voice of my childhood. So, I mean, I just love Jack. Um, not, you know, color guys come and go, whatever. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, some of them are okay and some of them are great and all that. But, yeah, I, I love Jack Buck. It, the, the, coming from the, the, the color guy point of view, the, the play-by-play guy, he is, you have to lay out for him first because yeah. I, I've, you know, I've stepped over and, you know, and you've heard me, do some some calls before and everything. Um, the the first and foremost is the the play by play has to paint that picture for you, right? So I've always said like the play by play is the salt and pepper. There, that's your basic. Yeah. The color guy, he's that spice. He's that one that brings a well, like oh shit, that's that oregano that I'm tasting in the background kind of thing. Right. He's the one that brings the over the top edge because, and that's my point of view. So I like what I do is I steal, like attributes from Kevin and I, you know, I take a little bit of like Joe Buck gets a bad rap. I think Joe's actually, very he's good. a really good caller. He's, I mean, he, yeah. he does an amazing job. So I think the color guy, if he's still describing the play. So I, there's the funny part is I think too, I'm not, a, um, Shannon, I think has become a better color guy, mm-hmm. 
But um, Ron Sano for the Cubs would always steal the, the when the guy was doing the play by play, and he would, but he would oh no, and you go that doesn't help me. Yeah. Oh no, doesn't help me. Like um, there's a famous play where the left fielder in the, the deciding game of the regular season dropped the ball. Oh no, well you know something bad's happened, but you don't know what mm-hmm. the hell it is, right? Yeah. So if you tell me. Like you did, like I'm. I'm just going to reference you. He's short. He's short. He's short. I know what happened. Yeah. Right. You you stepped on the play by play guy, but I'm familiar. I I get the gist of what's happening. That's fine. Um. I I like color guys who I don't want a color guy to just okay. We'll break down the play. Right. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh. But you know you, you need to move it along. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we're 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 there for just those quick anecdotes. Right. No no big stories. Just a, a quick in and out. That's I was listening on the way up to the Alabama Georgia game from the Alabama broadcast. Eli Gold's very very good. Done that Alabama game mm-hmm. forever, and I'm sure the Alabama people are. You know, he's probably their childhood, right? Yeah. But they have a couple guys that that are good at like fitting in with him. But the key is that play-by-play guy has got to be comfortable enough to let them do that. The key is the good play-by-play guy who encourages them to jump in. Because there was like a um, the play in the, I think it's the end of the first quarter, the beginning of the second quarter, where Bryce Young breaks out and mm-hmm. runs for 17 yards. The guy mm-hmm. goes, oh, run, Bryce, go, go, go. And you, you know what he's saying, right? Yeah. You, I know the play because I was watching the game. But you, you could see from the in, in and he like got quiet, right? Because mm-hmm. he wanted the guy to go and describe what was happening. That's what a good play-by-play guy is. Yeah. He lets his color guys yeah. step. You, you, you step gotta, on. You got to lay out, right? Yeah. So well, it's like I mean, as we wrap up here, you know, you and I, we have a love for '90s baseball, 2000s baseball, just baseball in general. You know, I was super excited, um, but also a, a tinge sad this past week um, because. Uh, a, a hero to tons of people finally got into the hall of fame and that's buck o'neill oh yeah i you saw know, that buck o'neill you know was the one this was that, a good class it was it was so i was so happy to you know he he'd had an amazing speech um uh, four or five years ago at the hall of fame um and then you know he he passed away just shortly afterwards and so he was finally got in you know he wasn't the world's greatest player but what he did for the sport so important. and what he did you know, for anybody who goes to KC, if you're listening here and you're in KC, if you've never been to the, to, to the National Negro League Museum on 18th and Vine, even if you don't like baseball, you have to go to that museum just to see the history that was involved and what, what it started. You know, seeing the, the life-size statues of Satchel Paige on the mound, seeing Jackie Robinson over there when he played for the Monarchs as well, along with Satchel Page. But just seeing what, what, what Buck O'Neill did, not awesome. I mean, he, he, he did it big for uh, the Cubs as well, along with the, the Royals. He helped, you know, manage and being a talent scout for, yep. you know, decades yeah. for numerous clubs. So I was really happy and really excited to, to see him because, yeah. because overdue. Uh, Kaufman Stadium is an amazing stadium, beautiful stadium. It's in the middle of nowhere, though, so the viewpoint sucks. It's not like PNC Park in Pittsburgh that has the best view. Or this, Bush. Or Bush. The, the stadium is beautiful, a sea of blue, except one, one lone red chair 
in like section 108 is where he would always sit to evaluate pitchers and talent and everything. It's where he would always, oh, cool. it's where he would always sit. And they changed that to the Buck O'Neill legacy seat. So it's the only red chair for the Monarchs colors in the whole stadium of blue. Oh, so you, that's awesome. And they always put one, one special person there for, throughout the game to recognize what they've done in, you know, a community or something like that of what, you know, Buck did. So, but just what he was able to do just for baseball, but yeah, yeah you, you need anybody out there take a, a, a couple hours out of a weekend or whatever. You're, if you're anywhere near Kansas city and go, yeah. to the museum up there, it is well worth it. Somebody who, uh, that that's definitely true, and, and Buck, uh, well overdue. Oh, Just, yes. like, hugely overdue. Um, and Tim Kirchin went in. Yes. Oh, my God, I love Tim Kirchin. Yeah, me too. He, and, is, he, is, a, he is a kid in an old man's right. body who loves the game. Yeah. He is one of those guys to me who loves the game in the right way. Yeah. And, uh, I was, I was surprised that he wasn't in yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but when his name came up, I went, yeah, yeah, of course. No, it was a, you know, th- we're now to the point of the people who were, we're in the steroid era of yeah. names being left off, which I'm, I don't know where I sit on that yet. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but seeing how, like you, the names you're talking about, you know, Buck O'Neill, Kirchin, seeing those names on there and then yeah. finally get in, I was like, because I, th- I thought this year would be a year of nobody gets in. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, and then you're going down the list. You're like, oh, shit, Kirchin's there and, and yeah. O'Neill and everything. I was yeah. like, okay. The, those are good choices. They're, they're, those, those, I'm glad they're finally in. So yeah, me too. I just wish that O'Neill could have gone in while he was alive. Gone in while he was alive. It's kind of like how... I think eventually Pete Rose will get in, especially now with MLB, NFL, all that st- stuff taking money now from <laughs> the gambling websites. Yeah, I think he'll eventually get in, only when he's passed. That's I think that's going to be the probably the caveat to that. Probably. So it's again, it's just like he always says, "I never bet against us." Well, when you bet four on some games, but not on the others. That's, you know, you're, you're, you're showing your hands on that one, but that's a, that's a whole other argument. But you know, it's just the people who definitely 100% deserve it. Like O'Neill. It's just a shame that it, it took them yep, this long to get in. Glad he's there though. Oh, 100%. So I can't wait to, I'm, I haven't watched the enshrinement on MLB for, in for for oh, years, God, years. Yeah. I'm going to watch next year's just to yeah to see that because that'll be a special one. Because you know I'm a Kansas City kid, uh, yeah, you know, through and through. So yeah. growing up with shitty baseball, but knowing what the Monarchs were, yeah, to just not the city but to the game, and then seeing what has was created on 18th and Vine with the museum and just the history, I'm I'm going to definitely watch O'Neill get enshrined. Yeah, that's a good one. So, all right, well, I guess on that note, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, uh, I think that's probably it. Scar was awesome. Oh, my God, 100%. I'm, I'm going to smoke this motherfucker. I did. Down to the nub. I did. All the way down. Okay, well, so, you, you need to put in some more effort. Go ahead and put in for it. All right, so make sure if you're, in, if you're around here, Ashton event. Come up and tell both of us hi. Yeah, do that. Also, win some some house credit. I mean, yeah, no. Well, I mean, at least come in second. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> I almost made the whole show without coughing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, that was my fault. Yeah. All right. 
we will uh, talk to everybody next week. Be the good. Later.